Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode two of Movies, Games and Electric Trains. Just before I start, I just want to say a big thank you to everyone that's listened to the podcast and all the all the nice messages that I've received. It really means a lot. I was a bit nervous about putting this out, but you've all reassured me, so I appreciate that. Today, I've got my friend Scott, who's on the episode. We discussed mainly things from the 90s, 90s boy bands, 90s films, and we also discussed the sweets uh, that we had when we were kids. Hope you all enjoy. I'm not doing <laughs> it if you've got that top on. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, this is like, I've only worn lead shirts for last 12 months or so. It's all I've worn. Oh, since, <laughs> since they've been in Prem. <laughs> yeah. You Are you nervous? Are you excited? I'm excited, mate. I'm excited. <laughs> soon as um, soon as I knew it was what you was gonna do, it's right up my streets. Yeah. So yeah, we'll we'll just crack on. Um, so what we'll do, we'll we'll just start with movies. So I, I don't really know much about your movie knowledge or your likes and things like that. So what sort of are, are you a movie fan? Do you enjoy movies? I, I wouldn't say I'm a massive movie buff who like watches films all the time to pass time like yeah I, I, I watch a film if um do you know if it's specifically what i like but i want i won't just watch films just for the sake of it if that makes sense yeah um, what um what examples of films do you like probably similar to ones that you like is um like you know like american pie oh yeah um, the the 90s yeah, classics the in-betweeners the allergy films, James Bond and all that, to be fair. I'm really yeah. looking forward to the new one that's coming out, obviously. But it has to be, it has to be really appealing to me for me to really sit down and commit my time to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. What's like your earliest memory of like movies? Did you watch a lot of films growing up? Can you remember your first cinema experience? In childhood, I didn't... Um, because I always wanted to be out and active and doing stuff. I, I was always out and about playing, really. But yeah, I remember my mum and dad having um, films on record, you know, on, on tape from yeah, TV. Yeah. So the, the type of films that they have is like like Robin Hood and The Running Man, things like that, what my mum and dad were into, really. Similar for all of us growing up, really, in that age when we didn't have DVDs and things like that, really, did we? So yeah, yeah, I think everyone um, more than what I actually thought. I've, I've got a lot of um, of their movie knowledge and movie types from from their parents and stuff. What um, can you remember your first cinema outing? I think it was, um, I think my auntie took me actually. I'm not sure why I went with my auntie, but um, I think it was on like, um, do you remember in Hull near the um, near the riverside where like Toys R Us and all that? I think there was a cinema there. Yeah, I think, it it's, was, I think it's still there, yeah. the Odeon. Is it the, still the Odeon? Yeah, is it next to the ice arena? Yeah, I think that's yeah. the one. Yeah, I think it's but, still um, there. I haven't been to Hull for yeah. ages, but I'm, I'm sure last time I did go, it, it was still there. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's an old cinema, that one. Yeah, it really is. I, I think it, it was Men in Black, the first ever Men in Black, actually. I, I just remember being in, like, amazed at, like, the this the sound and the size of the screen and, the, you know, the smell as well. 
Yeah, yeah, like definitely. The smell of all like the popcorn and the sweets, and it's just something that like you never really experienced before. So I, I think the first ever one was actually Men in Black, from what I can remember. Yeah, I can't. I think my first cinema experience was at that cinema as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what it was, but the the earliest one that I can think of was uh, Power Rangers the movie. And oh yes <laughs> yes and i i was I the same that. like literally blown away by you know the massive screen and and yeah. you're right the, the smell of popcorn and like sweets and like, like obviously the, the pick and mix and and things like that um, it was a treat wasn't it, it was, yeah it was, it was that treat, treat. Was, like you'd have a mcdonald's for you like a happy meal McDonald's <laughs> as well. yeah, yeah I, I, it, I remember my my nano and granddad used to take us all the time um, yeah. But yeah, Power Rangers the movie. I think that was 1994. Um, that wow. was like the first, first. Well, the first memory. I don't know if it was the first film that I saw, but it's definitely the first one that yeah. I remember. I remember that now, and it, yeah, that used to be a favorite of mine as well with um, like Ivan Ooze and that. <laughs> the guy. Yeah, yeah, it was but, such a um, good film. I remember when uh, was Simon was speaking last week about. At the time, even though it was like in the early nineties, the the special effects were like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like, it's it's something that I've so like um, always had like strong feelings about with with special effects in like the era of like what yeah. film came out and towards like the like the late eighties, early nineties. I think that's when the the big change happened because you went from like Terminator One, which I mentioned last week, which yeah. Um, you know, you could tell the makeup and stuff, but then you went to Terminator 2 and it was just such a different, you know, yeah. different experience. And it's it was like the same director and everything. So it wasn't like changes in that sense. It was just a change in technology. And yeah, um, yeah I think the like the early 90s were when, you know, graphics and, and all that lot started to, you know, make a difference in films and stuff. Do you have, because from experience for me, um, I have irrational fears from certain films. Like, for example, Dante's Peak and Volcano. Um, yeah. I think they were both like 1997. They give me an absolute fear when I was younger of like volcanoes. And every time I'd went go on holiday to somewhere that was a volcanic island or, or place, yeah. I used to think like it's going gonna, it's gonna to just erupt and we're going to all die and things like that. And it, same <laughs> with the film. Have you seen Anaconda? with Jennifer Lopez. I've not seen it, but I've, I've, I know obviously the concept. So that was, I think that was another 97 film. Big year for freaking me out. Um, Big films. I, I, I had an irrational fear of like anacondas, not snakes specifically, just anacondas. Like I just thought, yeah. <laughs> there's not going to be one in the back garden, but one's going to eat me eventually. And did, did you yeah. have anything similar with any films like that? Um, not as such, but I, I always feel if I get drawn to films where um, if there's a chance that that event could actually happen, I'd, I'd be more more into it and more like I can get on with it more. Do you know what I mean? That's why I've never been really into films such as like Harry Potter or like Lord of the Rings or things like that. Yeah. Um, be- because I know that there's not a chance of it actually happening in real life. But yeah. Films like um, Armageddon and, and Dante's Peak, as you mentioned, you can get more involved with it because it's more like real life, so to speak. So yeah, but I would I wouldn't say it kept me awake at night or anything <laughs> like that. But I get I get where you're coming from, definitely. Yeah, yeah, cool. Well, that's probably the 
the most I wanted to speak about movies. As, as I mentioned to you, I, I didn't know like your movie um, yeah. knowledge or anything like that. And from like what I've seen on like Facebook and Instagram and knowing you personally for a long time, you've not really mentioned yeah. film. So uh, it was yeah. one, it was like a stickler. What, what is your favorite film? If I had to, if I had to pick one film for so many reasons, it'd probably be American Pie Two. Um, <laughs> the soundtrack think, for American Pie Two is just yeah, out just of this world. So it just fits unreal, my mate. my music taste. It's, yeah, and like the time it was on, and we was growing up. We was like growing up. We was probably a bit younger than the guys in the film, but yeah, you could kind of like relate to like what what was happening in that film you could kind of like relate it to like your real life as well so to speak and as you say the soundtrack and everything it just it just goes perfectly with it yeah just incredible if if i had to pick that one but then there's there's films like i forgot to mention like team america and and things like that it's just <laughs> like genius about it and just you can con- you can just always go back to it and watch it and yeah like, easy watch every line yeah just like recite every line and then there's there's bits that you've missed in the past which you didn't realize were like so funny but when you go back and watch it it's incredible easy easy watches like something something that you you, you may be like on your phone or, you know, doing something, but you've yeah. got it on in the background. You know, they're the sort of films that are just like background films and just easy watches. Yeah. You can watch them like numerous times and things like yeah. that. So, yeah, I, I, I get that. That's um, yeah. some good choices. I find, um, I find myself doing that with like the in-betweeners as well. Do you know, it's, it's, it's always on like E4 at like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And if if there's nothing on, you can you can just stick it on and it's kind of like, like relaxing in it you just, yeah you know that is good uh, it's good good viewing last week when i was editing the podcast for mine and simon's conversation i just had um it's not a film but i had only fools and horses on in background just uh last sunday night just while cracking on and yeah. it's just yeah you're right it's, just, it's like a comfort thing sweet well that's all as i say that's all i wanted to speak to you about movies i, I did want to speak to you about music because from my understanding, you have a very interesting taste in, in music. You enjoy your boy bands, don't you? Certainly do. The, the boy bands that I've seen you listen to, uh, Busted McFly, I, I agree, they're great bands. And then you've gone like like 90s with Westlife and O-Town and things like that. Yeah. What's, a, you know what? what's, what's the story behind that one? I, I don't really know, to be fair, because um, growing up, as you've mentioned before in previous pod, like you influenced by music from like your parents and your family and like what they listen to yeah and obviously like they grew up listening to like uh the jam and the style council and like the drifters elvis people like that yeah so i don't know what it was what really um got me into that maybe maybe i wanted to be in them boy bands kind of yeah. thing or wanted to be wanted to be a singer that kind of thing yeah there's there's no one that really influenced me to to go down that route but soon as like i hear that music it's just great great pop songs like the way that they're written and like the tune it's it's simple but it works do you know what i mean like yeah, when you're yeah. talking about like oasis and the beatles songs and that how they compose it's just really simple great songwriting so um yeah it's just i don't i don't know why it is but like you've got your your backstreet boys and your nsync and <laughs> and all that but to be fair it's every day when 
I've, I have a different different mood of what I want to listen to. So it, yeah. it can either flip to like grime and, and rock and things like that, really. It just depends what like kind of mood you're in, to be fair. Well, we, I think we went to the McFly concert, didn't we, back in back in the day? Yeah. It was, was it? like me, you, Adam Turner. Was yeah, it in Hull? I can't remember was where it, it was. I, I guess I'd say Sheffield, because I, I think that was the only place where yeah. where music was performed in, in Yorkshire back then. Like, because Leeds yeah. is new now, isn't it? And then yeah, same yeah. same with Hull, that that like little arena's uh, new. But I've told you before, like it, when we went to see McFly, they advertised Son of Dark. Um, yeah. their first song ticket out of Loserville. And yeah. like when I went to uni, I, I met Danny from Son of Dark. He was he was their drummer. Yeah. And I, remember, I actually yeah. went to um a McFly concert whilst I was at uni with Danny from Son of Dark. And I said to him, like, mate, the last time I saw McFly, there was an advert for you playing with Son of Dark. And like, bless yeah. him, like it's the, it's the nicest lad that you'll ever meet. And he was like, oh, mate, that's sick. And really, probably thinking, why the fuck do I care about that? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, that's like, wicked, that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just thought it was mental. Like, the first time I saw him at Fly when I was like, probably about 17, see yeah. um, Son of Dark advert for before they started. And then years later, I'm at, I'm at Fly concert with the guy who I saw in that advert. I just yeah, thought, yeah. that's mental. That's crazy, um, yeah. You briefly mentioned about like playing um, and things like that. I, I know that you play guitar and that you sing. What what inspired you to do that? I don't I don't know really. I, I did um, start learning guitar off like my own back. I didn't have yeah. any like lessons or anything like that. I remember, you know, it's weird because do you remember when um, you was at school in music and you used to go in like the little little drumming rooms and things like that? Yeah. I always used to like um, find an excuse of like getting out a lesson to like just go to like the music area just to see if like somebody was playing. Yeah. And more often than not, there was someone in there uh, with on the drums or with gu- guitar. And I just thought at the time it was like just so cool. Yeah. And obviously like when uh, Busted and like McFly came onto the scene and um, started liking their music, they released like chord books. Yeah, you like haven't remember them. Yeah, like simplified books with on on how to play their songs, and that, I think that was the first I've ever, ever encountered about. Like, here's a band, here's their songs, and this is how you can like kind of do it. It's be, it was before like um, YouTube tutorials and all yeah, that. Sure. Where now, if you want to learn how to do something in anything, you just go on YouTube and there's always like a guide for someone to, how to do it. But back in the day, it was just books on how to do it. So I, I got them and I just started experimenting, playing around. And once I started to learn the basic like chord structures and knowing how to play them, and they'd be like. I can string a few together and it started to resemble a song. Yeah. It made you, it made you want to like learn a bit more and um, experiment a bit more. So that was, um, and then you start putting, you, you start singing to it as well, but I, f- I found it so difficult to sing and play at the same time. Yeah. Which is obviously amazing for people who can play it and sing at the same time so well, because it's hard enough just doing one on their own, but the, to do them together is, is incredible. So that's where I kind of, um, I kind of gave up kind of thing, really. Because number one, I realized my voice wasn't good enough to be like a proper singer. 
and I found it difficult to sing and play at the same time. So right. I should have really focused on just learning how to play to start with and then do it that way. But it was nothing really, nothing really serious. It was just a bit of fun and uh, something to do at the time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. I, uh, I enjoyed it, yeah. I mean, like, I, I was lucky at school. My, my tutor was, you know, it was Miss Clinton who was the head yeah, of music. Yeah. So when she became our tutor in year eight, I was like, miss i, I want to learn the drums um and yeah. so i got like a head start above like everyone I, I don't know how many people wanted to play the drums in our in our year at school but yeah, i sort yeah. of like got that head start so from yeah, like she like encouraged you to do it yeah so from the like the ages of 12 to pretty much now uh, i don't play as much anymore because we don't have room or anything but yeah we we played at our wedding like, you know, me and uh, the lads, we we played a, a few songs at the wedding and stuff and yeah, played yeah. drums at university and, and things like that. So I, I got a, a good, a good like sort of lesson growing growing up, um, yeah, you know, yeah. my teams and teens and stuff. But like, it, it was the same for learning how to play the drums. I, I had a, a, a drum teacher, which helped, but there were no videos on like how to play. Like it, when I was rehearsing at university, I just watch a video of like, you know, someone playing the song that I needed to learn, write it yeah, down, yeah. Uh, like, you know, the um, the sections and just write little notes of what drum beat to play. Um, yeah, yeah. But back then, because I remember getting the Green Day book of uh, yeah. American Idiot and learning the drums uh, for a few songs that way. But yeah, you're right. I think it's a lot easier to learn stuff nowadays. It's yeah regarding this podcast like I didn't know how to set up a podcast when I first decided I wanted to do one and all I did mm. was like you know have a look on YouTube at which software's the best or which yeah. microphone's the best and it, it, it's sort of like a step-by-step step. and it's same with instruments nowadays like you can learn anything um yeah. you know on YouTube um yeah have you have you been to see many many bands and stuff obviously we discussed uh, the McFly um have you been to many gigs before to be fair um I've been to I, w- I went to watch Charlie Simpson solo yeah um, I, I went to watch fight star as well yeah um I've been to see um Shane Filan uh, the lead singer of Westlife solo oh, yeah. as well um <laughs> Absolutely uh, loving these nineties yeah. bands. Yeah, exactly. And then it's you, just then it's just like you're busted and um, fire really, yeah. Yeah, I tell you who I I would like to see. I, I'd love to see Backstreet Boys. Yeah, well, I went I went to watch them in two thousand and nine actually when they was last in the UK. I think it was really. I, I, I think they may be in the UK two thousand and eighteen or nineteen as well. But tickets were like hundred and seventy odd quid just for like. You know, like the basic ones. Yeah, and I yeah, just thought it's... it's not not really justifiable. I think it even said restricted view as well. So I was like, <laughs> behind a like massive yeah. pole. <laughs> and then there's like you can get like VIP tickets where like, but I was just like, nah, I can't be doing that at thirty odd. So but, um, <laughs> I went to watch them in 2009 in Birmingham, and the supporting um, supporting band was that Madcon. Do you remember them? That they, I think they had one good song that begging, begging you. Oh right, yeah, that one, yeah. <laughs> but I've never heard of them um, since doing anything. But yeah, I remember that. That was cool. My my fondest but, um, memory of um, of Backstreet Boys is 
when can you remember when you was at school like i'm talking primary school rather than secondary school can you remember like yeah. there'd the be a, a group of girls that would on the break learn dances spice yes. girls or bewitched star stuff well yeah. and they, they'd perform it at like the school disco and yeah. what we did there'd be like five five of us lads <laughs> and we'd like we'd perform to backstreet boys you know i want it that way or yeah my love is all i have to give i don't know what the title yeah. and what we do is just swing our chairs around and just sit on them backwards and just do yes. like <laughs> that's what we do because that was that was part of the video wasn't it and it's, yeah it's just everybody knows that even if you're not a massive <laughs> fan like everybody just knows that that song and that video and like do you know what i mean it's yeah when it comes on at like a wedding or a a disco just it's just one of them tunes where everyone can just get involved in it that's what makes it it's just so iconic like people who say like they aren't fans or they hate them when when it comes on and you, you see them get up out of the seats they're, they're all on it do you know what i mean yeah well my uh when on my stag do um my my mates made me do karaoke and I sang yeah. uh, I Want It That Way by Backstreet Boys and I yeah. proper milked it as well because I, I didn't want to do oh, it. Yeah. I want I want pissed enough at the time, but I thought <laughs> I thought book it. I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna absolute milk it, like you know, soak up the fans and try and get them cheering. Yeah. And I've got it on video yeah. somewhere, but it will be never wow. shared. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say you need to send me that. I'd love to see that. <laughs> I'll, I'll find it and is- send it to you. Yeah. The thing is, when you do karaoke, you, you want to be pissed enough that, like, you don't care. But you, you don't want to be too drunk where, like, you want to hear the feedback of, like, mm. whether you're sounding good or not. As that <laughs> <Yeah. sense. laughs> I did. Um, so that's that's my go-to song when I do karaoke. I very rarely do karaoke, um, but that's definitely yeah. my go-to song. But I, when we was in Turkey on a lad's holiday, I, I did Year 3000 by Busted, and that went down Blast. an absolute treat. I, I genuinely, yeah. genuinely felt I was going to be a star because everyone was just going yes, mental <laughs> in, in the pub. That's, that's the, yeah, that's, I love that. That's quality. You always... <laughs> You, you want to sing a song that you like, but you want to sing a song that you know is going to get everybody yeah. Like, pumped. Yeah. Because once everyone else is getting involved, it just makes it makes it absolutely class. No, I, I, I agree. Yeah. Is there any particular memories that stand out from when you think of music? So, like you said, going go to uh, watch Backstreet Boys and stuff like that. When you, when you listen to Backstreet Boys, do you, do you think of back back to that moment, or is there a particular song that reminds you of a good time growing up, things like that? Simple uh, answer to that. Nothing uh, really <laughs> stands out, so to speak. It's like when I listen to music, and obviously it depends what like kind of mood you're in. You relate it to like more recent events that's gone on, maybe. Yeah. Or certain songs that go with the weather and then like you you, you screenshot the song you're listening to to like and send it to one of your mates and be like it just can't wait to do this again it, it you you relate your music to like your memories of like recent times i believe like sure like like you said we stag doing that whenever you hear like i want it that way or whatever you'll you'll always remember that particular moment yeah um i don't yeah so I suppose when when it comes to my time, I'll I'll relate my certain songs to them moments. I guess. Yeah, like you went to university and stuff. Did you yeah. do you have any type of was there any 
like songs or bands that remind you of university? Well, funnily enough, it, like I want it that way. It's like a massive anthem of me and my football team as well. But we, um, the team I played for, Stand Up Wanderers. And instead of saying, I want it that way, we say, I want it Stand Up's way. Right. So it, it like kind of fits in. So yeah. it's crazy. Like, obviously, we've both been influenced by that massively. So yeah. Um, it's a good song. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's genius. Like I always look at like certain songs like that and just think like the genius of the the songwriter and how they came up with that idea. It's just uh, it's a gift, isn't it? It's a gift. Yeah, yeah. Songwriting is so I, I've tried it a couple of times. Um, yeah. More more for just well, there was a project at university which was songwriting, so I I put something together, but I, I find it very difficult. Um, yeah. I do like writing music. I, I'm more comfortable with like you know writing a catchy tune than I am about writing the lyrics to a catchy tune if that makes sense like I'm rubbish with lyrics and I'm rubbish with songwriting but I can put like an instrumental track together and it'd sound pretty good but lyrics for me is just it's not my fault at all I've um I've watched programs on like Sky Arts and that about um like great songwriters and how to be a great songwriter and that and it's even watching them it's just so difficult to fathom how they get to the end result yeah um I do you know Ryan Tedder from One Republic yeah yeah he said he became a a good songwriter from like because the way he grew up there was like literally nothing else to do so he he just spent so much time just like writing songs of for something to do which is it'd probably be rare now because people are so busy like take their inspiration from from being busy and being out about really but it, it depends on all sorts of things, doesn't it, really? Yeah. But I do um, I do like listening and watching stuff like that. Sweet. Uh, well, that's that's um, all I wanted to speak to you about music. That's all my questions done. The next section is games, pretty much like the movies section. I don't really know what your upbringing or what you are like now with like gaming yeah. and PlayStations and Xboxes and whatever. Was you yep. a gamer when you was younger? Did you have the Playstations and the Xboxes and things like that? Um, to be fair, the first um, the first experience of me playing a game, um, it, it wasn't my console, but I think it was um, Sega Mega Drive. Yeah. And um, I, I don't remember who exactly it was, but it, it was going to my mate's house and playing. I think it was um, Turner when I moved oh, on. Oh, right, yeah. Um, down Jacksonville, he had a Sega Mega Drive and used to like go play on that. Yeah. And um I I didn't get my first games console till uh to the PlayStation One really. Yeah. Um I don't know if that came after Sega Mega Drive, did it? Yeah, it did, yeah. But um I don't yeah, I don't remember getting my first console till PlayStation One, and then it was like games that, that came with it. Like, do you know, do you remember the first Road ever, like two? Yeah, like Tomb Raider. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first ever Tomb Raider, and you, you like, I can just picture it now. Like, I think the is like the first ever level. Like, you're in a cave, and like a, a big bear comes at you, and it's like the graphics are like so square, and like <laughs> I just, I just remember that, and just like having one pad. I don't, I don't know what it was, but I, it just, I think it just got sold with one pad at first, and then yeah, you had, it did, you had yeah. to buy like 
Is it like a dual dual shock pad or something? It's still the same nowadays. Like I, I've got a PlayStation Five, and yeah. that still comes with one pad. And I think they all do. And I, do, I don't know why. I think it's because well nowadays it's a lot of online game, and it's not really like yeah. you and your mate come like come round to your mates and and play games. It's normally like play online. So I think that's yeah. what it is now. But like back then there wasn't a lot of online gaming, especially like when the PlayStation 1 and 2 came out. So it baffles yeah. me why there was only one, you know, in a in a pack. Because yeah. like with Sega Mega Drive and them games, you, you got two controllers, um, yeah. you know, to play with, with friends or Blurry like mate, you, yeah. your, your relatives and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah with the PlayStation 1 and 2, I, I don't know that one. That's an interesting... Yeah. Interesting point. Well, um, they they're the games consoles that I remember, and then obviously you went to like your um, your Game Boys and your PlayStation Twos. But I, I remember having a Game Boy Color, and obviously you'll probably be the same. You get you get your your Pokemon game. Yeah. Um, I think I had Pokemon Red. Yeah, because um, <laughs> they were red Pokemon and blue, red. and there was um there yeah. was different Pokemon on like each. You had. To- yeah, you had to choose which uh, Pokemon you started with, didn't you? Yeah. So um, I think oh, I always chose like Charizard or what What was the first? Is it Charmander? Yeah, yeah. And then was... Charmeleon and then Charizard, didn't it? Yeah, I think everyone started with Charmeleon because yeah. everyone wanted Charizard. Um, but yeah, with, with Pokemon, I, I remember playing that as a kid. And, you know, you had no help. You couldn't just like look online or at like things to do. So you had to yeah, like exactly. proper explore and find yeah. you know what you needed to. I yeah. I remember buying a Game Boy Color uh, a few years ago. Do you know for the nostalgia effect of like I fancy yeah, playing yeah. Pokemon again, and it yeah. was solid. And I I was like, yeah. where the fuck is like things that I'm meant to find? I had to Google it because I was like, I have no yeah. idea where it is and things like that. I know what you mean. Like I I I did the similar thing, but um. I, I've I've still got the Game Boy Color actually, and um, the Pokemon games. But when I um, when I put it in, I just couldn't get on with the the screen, and it just wasn't bright enough, and like you just couldn't really see it. And I just think like, how did I play it back in the day? And it was like the best thing ever. Like yeah, you looked at it and you was like, I can't believe like this this like technology is sick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, because we've come so far with like the graphics and stuff. Going back to that now, it just it just be a, a pain. Yeah, my uh, my memory of a Game Boy. Well, I'd, I'd say fondest, but it it's um it's just a funny memory. I, and I mentioned this in my speech at my wedding. Did you go to Year Nine France? I went to Year Seven France, I think. Well, Year the Nine first one. Yeah, yeah. I, year nine France, I sat with Rama on the um on the bus Rama. and I had I had a Game Boy Color and a Game Boy Advance. So Rama took advantage of being able to play one of my Game Boys. Anyway, yeah. like a, a few a few days into the trip, we were playing basketball and um I, I took a shot and it was fuming that I'd shot and not passed it to him. And he uh, he squared up to me and <laughs> he ended up nutting me. And like, you know, I, I was like down on the floor and like went to the side, like in tears and stuff. And he came over and he was like, mate, I'm so sorry. Don't don't tell teachers on me and stuff like that. And I was like, no, nah, it's fine. I won't, I won't. And he was like, cool, cool. So can I still play your Game Boy Color on way back? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you yeah, cheeky course, bastard. Like, you just apologize because you want to play my Game Boy, you prick. That's why he apologized, didn't he? Yeah. 
But um, I, I mentioned that at uh, my wedding because um, yeah. it was on Rammer's stag do that um, I met Emma. And uh, oh, really? if, yeah, if it weren't for oh, it weren't for us making up that day, who knows if I'd have yeah. met Emma? So yeah, that, it, crazy, was, it was funny. Um, yeah, the, the the well, the penultimate topic is just you know toys that we had as as kids and stuff. Um, yeah. I, I mentioned last week um, that one of my favourite toys was like the turtles and the Power Rangers and and the Buzz Lightyear. What was was that same for you? Did you have something different? I was into like my Power Rangers figurines and that, but um, I think when like I remember going like I used to go to my nana's a lot when my yeah. mum and dad was at work or whether like you they used to go out on a Saturday night a lot because back in like the nineties and early two thousands that people used to go out and drink more on a Saturday night. So I used to spend um, like saturday nights my nana used to babysit me and i always used to get like the argos catalog and you know like the little woods catalog out yeah and just like fold the pages over or like circle <laughs> the toys that i wanted yeah i used to it was more like the like sciencey experiment stuff that i used to like circle do you know yeah. where you get like a kit of like you have to make your own clay and like fill in the molds and then once the mold set you had to paint it or yeah. Do you remember like the the like wacky scientist things where like you made your own like fizzy sweets and all that kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah. That was that was kind of stuff that I was into and like where I had to like make stuff. Meccano, I went through Meccano a little bit and like Lego. Yeah, there was like Meccano um, Connects Lego one day yeah. at a time. Yeah. You always yeah. used to um, enjoy having like get, like Buckaroo and stuff. Like, do you know your, your standard games like that? Your Buckaroo yeah, your MB Monopoly, games. But, yeah. Going back like what Simon was talking about last week and you, like that football that you always asked for like, <laughs> yeah. every year, like that might have dealt a 95 where you just didn't want to play with it. Yeah. Like, the, the smell of it and like, you just wanted to keep it clean and dry and you just didn't want to play with it. You just wanted to look at it. And it was just stuff like that, that that's all I always remember asking for. And yeah. um, it was, it was more about, I, I, I didn't even bother. I wasn't even bothered about getting loads. As long as I got like something like that, I was, I was happy. Do you know what I mean? That, yeah. just, that was the, just the best. My mum messaged me uh, after listening to the podcast last week saying, I wish I'd have known that you just wanted a football. I'd have saved myself yeah, so exactly. much money. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So much money. But you're and right. Like, is- I, I loved having a football like when I was a kid. And as yeah. I say, I, I mentioned it last week. I, I've got the, um, I think it's the World Cup ball from, you know, 2018. I bought that yeah, yeah. when when I started playing football in Doncaster, and every time I go to J, like JD Sports or Sports Soccer, I just I just look at the football, even though if I'm yeah. there for like something completely different. And I know I probably won't buy a ball, but yeah. I just like oh, I just love footballs. <laughs> like nice the, to the look two, at it. was it? I think it was the 2002 World Cup one. That was just that was something else. That was something special. Outrageous. That ball. Yeah, <laughs> Wait, was it? Was it like it was like a gold? It had like a gold, like gold flame, didn't it? And yeah, then yeah. FIFA and like I remember Class. one of the kids had that ball, and like it was like the bee's knees sort of thing. Everyone wanted yeah. to play with that ball, and you'd got your own 
new Adidas ball, but everyone was like, nah, I'm not playing with that. I'm playing with World Cup ball. <laughs> so you yeah, just felt yeah. so like, yeah. just holding your ball on your arm, like just so disappointed that yeah. no one wanted your <laughs> amazing ball. Yeah. The thing is as well, that period around like 2002, as you say, with that ball and like the Adidas Predator Mania boots, like still to this day, like just, just best boots that have ever been made. And like yeah. they keep they keep trying to make like remakes of old boots, but they just they just don't compare. Yeah. In like in like the way that that does like. Yeah. And it's I think it's just that nostalgic thing that Adidas are like doing it on purpose, not bringing them out just to keep that to keep people talking about it in in that like that kind of way of like nostalgic way. So yeah. I think. I think that's why they haven't actually brought them out. It's just it's, it's the people are always talking about it still. Yeah. But, um, I, I wasn't really into football boots. You know, I, I just got whatever. Um, it was not until I got older that I was like, you know, took a, a, a better look at football boots. But I, I do yeah. remember Beckham's boots. Like they were predators, weren't they? And they, they yeah. were just divine. And um, with, the, with the red tongue and that. Yeah, because yeah. you flip the tongue over like the part of the shoe didn't you yeah yeah um but they're so iconic yeah but like because they were they were so expensive when we were kids like you know there was like 120 quid but 120 quid on on boots it was just something that never happened unless yeah it was like a christmas present or something like that yeah Yeah, they're they're the thing they're the boots that i remember growing up absolutely mate (laughs) it's funny that you you mentioned about the um the science experiments and stuff. Cause I remember wanting something similar. Can you remember it was like a chocolate factory and like you could make your own chocolates. And really it was like, you had like this little bowl that you put hot water in it melted yeah. the chocolate and yeah. you put them in like little molds and just put them in the fridge. But yeah. that was something that I was like, this is mega. I can make chocolate forever. Yeah, exactly. You just, the sense of a like achievement and like something that you'd never like, never done before. It was just amazing. Wasn't it? Yeah. Cause there was and like it, chocolate it, factory, make your own mosaics and, and something, yeah. something else. But there they was, there was fun Christmas and birthday presents. It's because you had to spend time, like, developing skill and, like, actually taking time out to do it. Like, it's, it's weird now because, like, kids don't have an opportunity to get to get bored anymore because yeah. they've, they've always got, like, the games or stuff or the oh, iPads or their and, phones. But yeah. back in our time, we felt the feeling of being bored and yeah. it made us do stuff like yeah develop friendships or go out and whack some nettles down with a golf club or something <laughs> do you know what I mean or kids never nowadays will never know the feeling of falling into a patch of nettles <laughs> exactly that's what I mean like so, some days you'd you'd be out at like nine o'clock jeans and a t-shirt you'd come home absolutely battered and then you just go repeat it all all the next day do you know what I mean you, and yeah. you won't be bothered you'd be happy and you'd be like if your mate went in or he was grounded or whatever you'd you'd walk across town and go find something else to do do you know what I mean yeah. like, people yeah. I, I used to knock it myself like saying oh like ghoul there's nothing to do in that but when as you get older and you realise like especially now it's it, it, it had everything you needed really as, as long as like you had your mates and that, do you know what I mean? You there was always something, something to crack on with. I mean, like I, I grew up 
mostly in, in old Ghoul. Um, yeah. I think I moved to Ghoul when I was like 13 or 14. But like mm. in, in, in old Ghoul, like if we wasn't playing football, you know, we was round up someone's house playing you know, Mega Drive, PlayStation, whatever. We were playing like yeah. Hounds and Hares. Um, yes. At the, like at the ten park. Down. Ten Down. Remember <laughs> yeah. Ten Down. Yeah. Ten Down. So, some people might not know what Ten Down is listening to this, but it's like yeah. heads and volleys in it. But yeah, we you lose a life if you like <laughs> miss the goal or something. Yeah, or like you lose two lives if you conceded a header or something. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The keeper, if the keeper caught it three times, he'd come out at net. Everyone yeah. had different rules in that. Didn't yeah, they? so you had to you had to establish like what the rules were before the game. Yeah, and Otherwise, then playing like singies and doubles. Head. <laughs> yeah, always yeah. had to make sure you got with someone good in in uh, on your team. Yeah, definitely. If you were with someone shit, you'd be like, "Oh, fuck's sake!" Like, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna have to sit on like the grass for next hour while you you guys no. finish the, the this like mini tournament. <laughs> picking picking daisies out of grass because <laughs> there's only been one ball, so you couldn't have a kick about. Um, yeah, exactly. It, it'd just be like you just got away. Yeah, going back to the ball thing as well, it was literally just one ball. The, the, the best ball, all, all others were rubbish. So you just have one ball, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Wow. Well, the, the last topic that you um, you wanted to speak about was, it was an interesting topic, actually. And when you mentioned it, I, I was having a thing call last week about, um, you know, well, the topic is nostalgic sweets and food. So as I say, like I was having a, a think about like all the stuff that I, I remember and like one of one of the main memories that I have is like going to Newton's on a dinner yes. time or like before yes. school. That that just exactly. sprung to mind straight away. Like yes, mate. I, I'd have like two quid dinner money, I'd have like yep. a quid for a chip butty, and then I'd have a quid for like sweets at Newton's. And um yeah, mate. I was trying to think of like things that I, I used to get, and like chocolate was something that I, I remember. Can you remember chocolate? Mate, everything you've just dis- everything you've just said then in that sentence is everything that I was thinking about as soon as I thought about like nostalgic food and and drink. Yeah, choc yeah. lick, mate, and choc nibs <laughs> and lanky larrys and all that kind of stuff, mate. I was uh, I, I was speaking to Simon like in the week uh, about the podcast and stuff, and I mentioned yeah. that you wanted to speak about this, and he was like. Yeah. He was trying to think, and I was like, Mick, how do you remember chocolate? And he was like, what the fuck's yeah. chocolate? And I was like, it's like mashed up Maltesers. And it was just yeah. like, it was like heroin as a, a child, you know, like it was yeah. just, you just needed chocolate to, to get through the day. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you remember, do you remember, especially at secondary school, uh, sometimes I had to have like dinner passes to go out. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know why, but I think, I think I was only allowed out like two or three times a week. <laughs> I don't <laughs> yeah, know why. There but... was like particular days that you could go particular home. Wasn't days there? That, yeah. Like, I don't know why, but I was only allowed out for like two or three times a week. So yeah, like you get two, two or three quid dinner money, and I remember. Do you remember the the old chip shop? Yeah, um, I, I mentioned that. Um, I said yeah. it, it was either Carter Street On Chippy Pastor or Road. ye old um, ye, ye old, old chip chippy, shop. Yeah, and you used old to get like a chip butter special with a can for yeah. a quid and quid, mate. <laughs> yeah, so you got like a, a chip butter, and then you had like a, a choice of sauce, didn't you? So you could have like mushy yeah, peas like or beans curry or gravy. Or beans. Yeah. <laughs> 
for a quid. And they were the days then. Then you'd have like you you'd have like a quid or two quid left over to go spend on sweets, and that that was just the norm, wasn't it? Like, yeah. <laughs> especially at Newtons, everyone used to everyone who was everyone used to go there. Yeah, like, the selection of sweets that you could get was just incredible. Yeah, is Newton's Do even me, still there? I, I'm not sure if it is, but and if it is, it might be under like different ownership. Yeah, because it was Newton's in like year seven and eight, and then it turned yeah. to the sweet shop. But we just called it Newton's anyway, didn't we? Yeah, but I don't know if like school kids like do that anymore. Do you know what I mean? Or yeah. Whether they whether they put their money towards like FIFA tokens or <laughs> yeah. do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, That's mental. Like exactly to think like that. They they could be and they've probably whereas we had like two or three quid dinner money. They've probably got like 15, 20 quid dinner money. Now, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it's, fifty quid it's for like we. Yeah, exactly. But they'll they'll use it towards other stuff now whereas that's what we had the disposable cash to spend on really didn't we yeah. so we didn't we didn't have to spend money on anything else really yeah it was like you you, you got your dinner money it was either sweets chippy pokemon cards or the um yeah. the the football stickers you know for the yeah. sticker books that's exactly, where all yeah. my money went on like i used to get pocket money off my nan and my mum and that's all I ever spent money on. I never saved it. Yeah. It was always like a couple of quid at youth club on a Friday. It was either Could buying I... stickers for my sticker book, Pokemon cards, or just sweets. <laughs> that was just yeah. my life growing up. Another thing that I remembered as well, and when I when I thought about this is, do you remember when you used to have a Chinese and the curry sauce you had and you used to dip the prawn cracker in the curry sauce and it used to like fizz? Surely that one like meant to have it. I think that was just the quality yeah. of the sauce that we had. That's what I mean, but <laughs> it, it doesn't do that anymore. So but that was that was I don't know if they've taken out the ingredients that was in it. It's like illegal to have that ingredient in it now, but that fizz on the prawn cracker and food and everything just tasted so different. Like when you was growing up, it was just like the best. If you had like a Pepe's or La Bodrum or a Chinese, it was just food just tasted so good back then. But maybe it's all like regulated and our taste buds are different now. I don't know. But yeah, I, I was always, always remember that. It's not, it's not the same anymore. What, what, like, obviously it's your topic. What, what else like springs to mind when you think about, you know, the sweets and food from back in the day? Pick and mix at Woolies. Do you remember when you used to go to Woolworth, you used to get like, music as well going back to music you'd get like your, your cds from there and you get, you'd get your pick and mix from there and the the take like mcdonald's back in the day it it was a treat but now yeah. if if you want a, if you want a mcdonald's you get a mcdonald's yeah but back in the day like you only used to go to mcdonald's when it was somebody's like birthday party or special treat yeah and um i think that's um missed now a little bit because as adults now, if, if we want something, we can get it. Don't have to, we don't have to wait for it when it, it makes it more special and um, when it's on, on occasions, do you know what I mean? Yeah. If that makes sense. I, I remember in year six getting a five in my sats in maths and I was the only one in our school to get a five in maths. So yes. our, our, um, 
our maths teacher and one of the English teachers took me and Jasmine, well, it was Jasmine Hattersley at the time, because um, mm. she got a five in English. So we, we got right. to go to McDonald's for, for getting a five. And I remember like, I got a Big Mac and, and fries and like I, I was never allowed a Big Mac, you know, growing up. Like that, that was mm. the adult's meal. Um, yeah. I, I, it was always like you're, you're having a McFlurry, uh, not a McFlurry, a Happy Meal. Happy um, meal. So I was like, "What? I can I can have a Big Mac it, it, <laughs> <laughs> and a strawberry sundae." It was like the it was like the greatest thing ever. And Jasmine That's got a Happy me. Meal, and I, and like to this day, I was like, "Why have you got a Happy Meal? Like this is your chance to explore and go like exactly. beyond what you're allowed, like you know, with your families and stuff." And yeah, yeah, I, I remember like Class. it was such a treat. I've ordered Emma a McDonald's for a lunch because it's just so easy to do because I'm obviously in the yeah. kitchen. Mm. But like you're right, like back in the day, like McDonald's was an absolute treat. Like it was like, can you can you remember the McDonald's party bus? Yes, <laughs> it, and it, it just it just parked in the car it, park. Didn't yeah, it? it didn't move at all. It was it just moved. a double decker bus decorated yeah. in McDonald's stuff, and you just I, I can't yeah. remember whose birthday it was that were there, but it was like the greatest thing ever. But all it is now oh, is just like you were just on a double decker bus, like with your Mackies. bus in the car park. <laughs> it was just like extra place to sit, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, oh, class, mate. Good but, time. Well, I, I really appreciate you you joining me for the second episode. Have you enjoyed it? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I really <laughs> enjoyed it, mate. Good, it brings good. back good memories, yeah. Sweet. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. See you later, Paul. Bye.